I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. to the Inspired Evolution, and it is such a treat to be here today. Go on, laugh it up. <laughs> I love this guy. This is going to be so much fun. There's going to be lots of giggles and lots of laughs here. Um, we have with us today Amy O'Mara. Amy, how are you? I'm amazing. I'm so amazing. <laughs> this is the thing. When are you not, though? <laughs> when you're sleeping, I guess. You're probably just... No, I think I'm amazing when I sleep. <laughs> I like, you know, there's a smile on my face when I'm I love that. I want to come almost like be creepy about it now and come watch like, is she really? Anyway, 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 sorry, excuse us. We're friends, so this might be a, a deep and intimate episode. For those tuning in to Amy O'Meara for the first time, she's an internationally recognized educator. She's a speaker, an author, and she's the founder of Life Meant International. Can't wait to dive deep into what Life Meant is really means and meant um <laughs> it works to empower women and children to live lives that are that basically encompass growth fulfillment and self-development right which we really bond over that she's an advocate for breaking societal norms she coined her own life meant which is basically encompassing the path of self-growth that has brought adventure success and fulfillment to herself and she now envisions that bringing you know that bringing that to other people through workshops lectures and programs globally sister such a treat to have you <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to like get down and dig deep into yeah. like the story and where this came from and the transitions yeah. that we can make in life. We can start everywhere and anywhere with you, can't we? So <laughs> like let's 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 get really um I think where I really want to start with you is like where at what point did you put on the rubber gloves for the first time and really start digging into your own like stuff? Because if I know anything about you, it's like you're a person that's really willing to just go there for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um 
um, and in and around there, the word that you know is like uh, most most uh, demonstrative of your energy for me is integrity. Yes, right. So I really feel that coming from you whenever we talk, um, which is extremely valuable. Um, so when was the first time you put on the rubber gloves to go do your own work in your recollection? Oh, such a great question. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, and it's part of my story. Um, and 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 when you dig into my website, I have a little bit of the story, but I don't think I've actually told like the depth of that story to anyone actually here we go oh you got it you heard it here first (laughs) (laughs) so um about i think it was around 2012 Uh is when i started digging in deep um after a really traumatic breakup and you know just kind of i've lost i was lost i lost myself i lost who i was and um at the end of all that you know it, it was just just the one really tragic week of you know friends moving abroad you know lost the support system you know and finding yourself just truly alone going well it can't this can't be how life is you know yeah. and i and i asked that question of what what do i want what mm. what is going on here how do how how do i live a better life and mm. and so i was watching this ted talk <laughs> What one does when yeah. you know when you're lost, you, yeah. you watch TED Talks. You're looking for guidance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a great place to go. I, and at the time, I didn't know much about like self growth, self development. I, you know, you know, those were books. You know, yeah. those shelf help books. Yeah, like, shelf, <laughs> shelf help books is what she called it. Not self. I, shelf. I had those on the shelf. Written, <laughs> yeah. read a damn one of them. Like you know, yeah. probably should have in hindsight. Um, so I was like watching this TED Talk, and there's this guy, Ian Usher. Yeah. And he talked about selling his life for a new one. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sell my life for a new one because this one sucks. <laughs> like, tra- like trading it in or something. <laughs> I'm like, you know, can you do that? And like yeah. like a used car. Like this car is, is broke down. I don't yeah. want it anymore. But let, let, let's go get a new car. Right? <laughs> and I thought that's how you fix yourself. You know, yeah, change wow. the shit on the outside. And mm. oh, my God. You know, that's then this is how, you know, you get back. Okay good let's go change the outside of my life i don't yeah. like my, you know my job wasn't you know i wasn't fulfilled you know i love teaching but it wasn't loving like the testing and all the stuff yeah. and i was like there's got to be something better mm. and um uh, he you know so i kept watching and he's like set 200 goals in 200 weeks i'm like that's a fantastic idea <laughs> so i got out my notebook and i started writing down my uh my my 200 things i wanted to do in 200 weeks yeah. which is like two and a half years so uh-huh. i was like okay i can do this like what goals knew nothing at that time about you know intuition and and Mm. setting like intentions and none of that stuff was part of my life at that point so i'm like oh cool want to see the eiffel tower you know that very like superficial like surface level stuff like i want to travel the world and i want to be a better person and like really like i didn't dig deep at that time but it was a start Exactly. It I was think a start. That's the key, right? You've got to start somewhere, you know? Start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like if, 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 even if you don't know a lot, and that's my mm. big message is, uh, to like everyone is like, start somewhere. You yeah. don't have to know everything about, you know, personal, you know, diving deep into like who the core of who you are. Mm. Starting somewhere. And that's what it was. It was yeah. starting somewhere. Perfect. And that's how it all started. And I, at the time, I knew nothing. And so I started digging deep and right. said, okay, I want to live and travel abroad. How do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's kind of where it all came from. Yeah. It all started. Sweet. Amazing. Because you're an educator with like, you know, obviously it's cool to see the thread of what's going on yeah. in your life. Just like being your friend, like seeing how education is now something you're affording adults and like, you know, you're working with people in this personal development space from a really deep-seated place of wanting to support relationships is from what I see. But then also you've always been an educator and 
like you've always had kind of a very free reign in the way that you educate as well. So looking from the outside in, people may almost feel like you had somewhat of a dream job, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I get asked that all the time. Oh my God, you had the house, you had the life, you had the dream job, you lived in, you know, you lived in Florida, you had like all of it. You had everything that, you know, the American dream. Mm. But what I found, I wasn't fulfilled. Like it was perfect. But, you know, you mentioned that, I had the free range to educate. Yeah. At that time, I did not. Right. And that's what I found, like, teaching and living abroad is in the international school system. I was uh, in the international school scene. I was actually lucky to find yeah. a job and a, and a school yeah. that allowed me to dream big and yeah. to do things the right way with children and and empower them, empower yeah. their learning, empower their, you know, their EQ as well as their IQ, which I hadn't found before, mm. you know, it was so limited to, to like testing and, and this is how you have to educate and this is what you're going to teach them mm. and, and very rigid. Yeah. But suddenly now I was like, oh, wow, I can, I can meditate with my kids in class. Yeah. I can, I can, we have recess. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And I have time to play. Like, so it really shifted who I was as an educator, mm. which dove me deep into the personal growth coaching. That's when yeah. I started becoming a coach and said, okay, how can I use coaching language with children? This mm. is, this is an amazing gift because yeah. I'm their guide and facilitator. I am not their like dictator of this is what you're going yeah. to learn. And that shift was just huge yeah that's so amazing even because like when you get into the coaching space like, there's so much space for you to just continually be curious about your own patterns your own belief systems what you're operating from your own systems and um and from there like bringing that awareness into like the youth where you know they're so young like i even know you know the curiosity like stoking the curiosity about quantum you know it's like <laughs> hey hey like on the quantum you know time doesn't exist like i did that i know <laughs> We got what? into this this whole discussion once yeah. about, but what if time didn't exist? And they're like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I said, well, you know, you know, and we got into the quantum level and yeah. they were so curious. And yeah. I was like, okay, uh, to the other kids, like, well, here's today's math lesson. Like, we're going to come over here. You're welcome to join us. We're going to dig deep into the scientific yeah. uh, of quantum physics and understanding, you know, the universe in a grander scale. Yeah. And like, I had like 10 kids come over here and the other five were like learning their mathematics and it was totally fine mm. and, and that was acceptable in my classroom and, and, yeah. and having that free range of what do I want to learn today how yeah. do I want to guide my learning today and Sweet. some of the kids wanted to dive into math the other ones were like time doesn't exist <laughs> so yeah so that freedom of range obviously you know you went from Florida then to Dubai in terms of Bahrain to then find more creative expression and freedom in like how you're showing up to educate and now where you are in terms of like now coaching high profile execs and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, with their relationships, mm-hmm. is that the next, like you, like, do you see your own journey expanding in that freedom? Yes. Such a great question because one of the reasons they wrote my book mm. and a lot of these things start. Which just oh, for those like yeah. <laughs> letters to a jerk, J-E-R-K, which okay. stands yeah. for just experiencing repeated karma. Damn it. You <laughs> took the punchline out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, dude. Just experiencing repeat karma, which we can dive into. But yeah, Yeah. tell us more about you. And so I see it coming full circle, really. Mm. It's a great question because when I was like in in the last two years of, you know, switching into a coaching role and guide as as a teacher, I'm noticing nine-year-olds with, um, you know... 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Issues with self-esteem, um, not believing in themselves. They don't yeah. feel like they're enough. And yeah. this not enoughness is already present at nine years old. Mm. So that made me go, okay, this is full circle. And when I wrote the book and I said, like, okay, a lot of the relationship issues got into, okay, self-esteem and self-worth and, and right. I'm not enoughness. I said, well, gosh, I'm seeing this in both realms. Yeah. I see me coming full circle in the education of not just, you know, the women and the adults, even maybe later on on men, but this is starting with my young girls and mm. even my young boys. Yeah. And so I was like, that's why I'm an advocate for children at, at a very young age because mm. we're developing their EQ uh-huh. and we need to really pay close attention to uh, of the word choice we're using. And that's why I developed that coaching language with the kids, Mm -hmm. because when we are using coaching language, we're allowing them to, we're holding space for them to grow, grow emotionally, allowing them to know that, you know, tears are okay. And they, you know, don't always have to be tough if you're a boy and, um, knowing as a girl, like, you know, just because you're coming into yourself and you're now aware of what other, what other people think and feel about you, that it's okay for them to think and feel that, Mm. but it's about building yourself from the inside. And when we can, when you can teach a nine-year-old about their subconscious mind and mm. calling it their inner ninja, yeah. <laughs> to, you know, they're calling in their inner ninja or their inner cheerleader to battle their subconscious mind of the, you know, one saying, you well, you're not enough today. And then you wake up your inner ninja and, yeah. and they like kind of kick, kick its ass. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. I am enough. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you, you see that growth. So I see that coming full circle into mm. even today where I'm working, when I'm working with women and digging deep and I, we find out a lot of this happens when they're young of course a lot of this so i see this full circle expansion of coming back to working with the children which is in my 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 next book so incredible (laughs) i'm so fascinated there's already another book i just dropped high she's already like cannot be stopped so you know tell us tell us a little bit about that because you know um i've got this like you you touched on it in that conversation there uh can't really draw back to exactly where but you know our relationships fundamentally um yeah being able to see yourself like this whole energy of your relationships being a mirror i'm not sure if that was the perfect little segue into that it's the perfect (laughs) because i talk about the mirror in my book yeah and we call it the jerk mirror actually jerk mirror mirror, and that's your just experiencing repeated karma mirror where you really look in the mirror and see is this something that's continually like a pattern in my life yeah you know recognizing those patterns in my life but if we really go into the the deeper of the relationships we are never taught 
about how to deal with relationship. relationships. Yeah, there's no school. There's no there's school. No, <laughs> like, why is there no school? This is what I like, love, right? Like, you learn <laughs> physics, you learn maths, you learn biology, you learn English. Right? You don't. You don't learn how to like spend a moment in stillness. You don't know how. You don't know how to learn to deal with anxiety, depression. You don't learn about relationships, which are like the things that get you through life. <laughs> and when I realized, I'm like, why is there no relationship? And that's. I, I, and and it, it actually dawned on me when I was watching um, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. And he's talking about the relationship agreement with with his, you know, um, him and Amy Farrah Fowler. And, yeah. and he gets in. I was like, thinking to myself, why don't we have a relationship agreement with ourselves? Uh, and that's kind of like where it all stemmed from. I was like, yeah, we really need these. We need to learn about relationships. We need to learn about self-love. And, and that's something I dive deep into in my book is like, how do we make that agreement with ourselves? why are we not educated around it and how can we educate ourselves around it so one of the things here even uh that i'm still digging deep into is how do we educate ourselves around communicating in relationships and and the attachment to our beliefs um because our belief systems drive a lot Of of what you know how we show up um, I talk a lot about how relationships aren't 50-50. They're 100-100. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we, we've we been fed this myth of the 50-50 rule, and it's not true. You yeah. know, it's you are 100% accountable for 100% of how you show up. Mm. I don't remember wh- where I learned that. I know it's – I don't accredit it to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've said it so often now I can't remember who it that comes you embody from. It. Yeah, yeah, that I embody this yeah. because 100% of how we show up in a relationship is how 100% how you're going to mirror me. Yeah. So if I'm coming in like broken and the victim and, you know, and, and I'm needy and, 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 and I come in with all my baggage into a relationship, that's what's going to mirror back to me. Mm. You know, I'm not going to pull in the relationship that I want as far as love. And, and that's even in friendships too. Yeah. Um, realizing that I've been through a series of narcissistic relationships in my life, yeah. I was, I kept drawing that in. Yeah. So because of that state of mind that I, you know, learned mm. how, lo- how I learned how love was. Yeah. That's how I repeated it throughout my and life. And when she's saying learned, it's not so much conscious learning. No. It's the subconscious learning. Yeah, like Subconscious yeah. learning. Yeah. I didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. Had no clue mm. that this is how I was showing up in the world. This yeah. is, and a lot of people don't know this is how they're showing up in the world. Mm. Through this, the, the subconscious is driving, nine, what they say, 95% of us is run by the subconscious mind. Yeah. And 5% of our brain is making conscious decisions. Yeah. Well, what if we could make 5% greater conscious decisions <laughs> wow <laughs> like even just five percent showing yeah. up like oh god yeah. okay. i'll take a percent okay <laughs> <laughs> i'll take a percent and that's plenty good like, considering how far the five percent has gotten me like yeah yes. a percent to be plenty good <laughs> and that's that's really getting down to the core we don't learn about mm. relationships and really yeah. learning more about communication and show how we show up and how how we're present in in any relationship mm. you know that's what i dove deep into i love that and you know there's this thing that you mentioned which is really deep for me is you know i've always shared this and i've kind of touched with always been sharing this like i've always been that kid that you know people were coming to for advice i was always that guy like i'm sure you were the same you know yeah you're already the coach in <laughs> your friendship circles growing up and then later on it's like oh there's actually a career around coaching it's amazing <laughs> like i can't believe i can get paid to listen and then you know consult like that 
Um, but I remember people used to be like relationships and I, and I was just always a maths kid. So I was always like exactly what you shared about the 100% thing really resonated with me because it's like, I used to say, you know, two halves are coming together to make a whole right? right? and 200% are coming together to make 200%. But if any half isn't whole in itself, you're not going to make a full whole. Right. You know? And that was always the language that I used, and I continue to lean on that today. But I've been carrying that around in my awareness for quite some time. And recently what I've also been, like, coming to in, you know, and I'll, I'll be completely vulnerable and completely transparent here. I went to a dinner where basically I took my now fiancé's um, <laughs> family out to dinner. And this was, like, quite a while before I proposed. And they were like, her dad pretty much asked me, how do you know she's the one for you? And I was like, oh, this oh, is a, this is a test. A test, you know, and I was like, "Oh, he's got me." And it's one of those moments where you know your brain can like go, "Oh shit!" And it's like, "Okay, no, great spirit, you take control." You know, just speak from the heart, sort of thing. And the one thing that came out was um, growth. You know, the fact that we're both anchored in growth. Like, I know that I can grow more in the relationship, touch wood, than I can outside of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I feel, and I know she feels the same way. In my humble opinion, I can't speak for mm-hmm. her, obviously. Um, that for me lets me know that you know there's like whatever happens will continue to grow and what i found is i I, I use this as an example like (laughs) so i'm talking to those listening on the audio like i'm holding four fingers up on one hand and three fingers on the other yeah and generally what i find is we find someone to compensate our gaps and our voids right in most relationships in my humble opinion this may not be everyone's truth this is just the model that i use yeah and the three and the like the gaps between the four prongs is there's three gaps, you know, and so they fit really nicely. And so you end up in this really snug harmony mm-hmm. between two people. But then the minute one starts to grow and go, actually, I'm curious about this, mm-hmm. generally you find if this person's not willing to grow, they pull the other person back in and go, hey, 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 hey. no, 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 this is who we are. We've got a, like almost like relationship identity politics. <laughs> relationship identity politics do you know what I mean it's like no it's completely true because like it's seen and I've seen it with people who are transitioning so Mm. so the women that I work with they start changing changing their lives and they're realizing that friendships are no longer fitting Mm. they're realizing that the, the people that they want to date yeah. are no longer the people they want to date or yeah. if they're in a relationship or in a marriage mm. they're going oh well now I'm starting to grow this part of myself but my partner's not like yeah. supporting me on that yeah. and I'm not saying they have to do it with you it's about the support like okay mm. cool you're doing this I completely 100% support you I, you know it's not my thing mm. but I support you in it yeah. or maybe they do maybe they want to they become interested in it Yeah, totally fine it's like I'm to interested them. it's up to yeah. them but if there's that any of that tug yeah. Any of that tug back, yeah. it keeps you from growing. And I think that becomes like, therein comes like the toxic space, right? Mm. Which is like, I can't really like express myself and eventually like that self fissures from the other self. Whereas anchored in that growth, like no matter what comes up for me, I'm growing. Whatever comes up for you, you're growing. I respect that you got to go where you got to go. Right. I feel like that was like, and that was my response. And so I've, I've kind of been crystallizing that as an awareness in terms of what comes up for me. But I really want to speak to you in regards to that because that for me, in terms of growth, A, takes a lot of trust and is facilitated a lot by communication. So when people like, I don't do a lot of relationship work for people um, just because it's not, you know, I'm more passionate about purpose. Right. Um, but fundamentally, like if we do have conversations, it's like, where's your trust level at? Yeah. How's your communication going? Um, 
Tell us more about trust and communication. And this is such a good segue into this because, you know, I, I, I definitely call myself the life after relationships coach or, yeah. or the life beyond relationships because mm. it's really, and it, and it dives into what life meant is yeah. and finding the, the, the meaning behind your life. Yeah. But when we dive into trust and communication, one of the mm. things that we have to be very careful of is the lies we tell ourselves. Mm. There's a whole chapter in my book about like the lies we tell ourselves yeah. and you, this trust starts with you. Yeah. Trust of yourself mm. is the very first key. If you can't trust like yourself, it, how are you going to show up in a relationship yeah. and be trusting of other people? Because yeah. when you are standing in your own power, when you're standing in your own place where the, where, where you own your own truth, mm. then you can stand and trust with someone else. Yeah. But until, and I, this is, I, I learned this the hard way when I didn't trust myself, I couldn't stand in a relationship and trust someone else of because course. a lot of what was coming up mm. in why I wasn't trusting or, and why I find, you know, clients aren't trusting mm. is because of limiting beliefs that they've created within their own mind mm. or lies that they've been telling themselves that, uh, you know, like, um, I'll, I, I'll be single forever. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I don't trust men. And because of one thing that happened, I'm independent. Yeah. Yes. I, you know, yeah, I love that one. That's my thing. <laughs> I, I do, I do a lot of high performance women. Yeah, yeah, We're like, yeah. I don't, you know, I, I take care of myself and, 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 and trust me, that's like one of the things that was mentioned to me is like, mm. you know, you don't let anyone take care of you. You don't mm. trust anyone to take care of you. And, and that made me question that about myself. I was like, yep. okay, let's dive into that. Mm. Why is it? Well, I found out that there were some beliefs that if I wasn't taking care of myself, then um, I couldn't like, th then, then I would lose myself. Uh, so I had to heal that about myself and, and say, okay, can you help me? And I'm still learning to ask for help and support. Course. That's still a deep one yeah. for me because it was ingrained in my mind that, you know, always take care of yourself and you don't need anybody. Mm -hmm. That was a, that was a belief that was taught to me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well that's Which is a common belief in a right. masculine oriented society. You can see how like, you know, fending for oneself is a very masculine concept for, yeah. and especially for women, yeah. like you need to take care of yourself. You need to take care of yourself. And so I was like, well, how do I balance that? in my mm. life and again that started with trust of myself when I could yep. stand in my own truth and understand how trust of oneself mm. plays into trust of any relationship yeah then you start to have better communication because you believe in yourself so yep. you're not you're not afraid to have that tough conversation mm. when something is comes up in a relationship yep. you you believe now like no matter what i'll be okay so uh -huh. let me have this difficult conversation you know yeah. when this happened uh you know this is how i was thinking this is what i thought you meant mm. and this is how i took it yeah you're able to have a better conversation as well yeah. because you believe in you what you just shared is like yeah like the the yummy you got god talked <laughs> about trust and also opened that up into communication which i love which is one of the biggest things I've recently been exploring about relationships is using the phrase, and obviously you just alluded to this in your own way, the story I've been telling myself. You know, it's like you communicate something. Like let's just say uh, you just say you and I are out having yeah. a coffee, right? And I'm in the middle of having coffee, uh, coffee and I'm having a really deep conversation with you and going past this way, right, and I don't see is like – Let's just say a unicorn on a unicycle. <laughs> yeah. Because this happens. Yeah, right. Every day. We're in Croatia. Magical stuff happens. And um, and legitimately, your attention wavers. Yeah. Right? And in that, I'm like, oh, she's not interested in what I'm saying. 
right? Mm-hmm. But really what's happened is you like something freak has just happened over here and you just go, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, wait, I'm in a conversation. Yeah. You know, and you come back to the conversation. Now, in and around that, like there's the opportunity for me to feel hurt or there's the opportunity for me to communicate that and go, what happened there, Amy? Like the story I'm telling myself, prefacing it with that, going the story I'm telling myself is what I was sharing wasn't interesting to you, but it was actually something that was really deep and meaningful to me. And you're like, dude, a unicorn just rode past on the unicycle. Did you fucking see that shit? <laughs> Sorry, I'm really into your conversation. But and and they'll be like, oh, yeah. no shit. Okay, it wasn't about me because we spend so much time living in our own bubbles, right? And yep. they're like, oh, okay, yeah. So that is really like, and that's that's basically what I do is I help you rewrite your story. Mm-hmm. I mean, bottom line is, is we have been like telling these lies to ourselves. How do we rewrite these? How mm-hmm. do we dig deep into what are those? What is the story? Yeah. First, we have to find our patterns to find yeah. the story that we've been telling ourselves mm. for so long. It takes vulnerability. So long. And uh, one of the things I dig, dig deep into is what is that story? Let's look at the story over time. Yeah. And, and now let's find the patterns. Yeah. And now that we know the patterns, now we can find the, like the story, the lies that we've been telling ourselves. Sure. Which has feeds the beliefs that we have about ourselves. Yeah. Now that we know the beliefs, let's start healing those because cool. if we don't deal with the emotion, then we can't truly change. Yeah. So uh, I forgot your question because this is so good. I just want to riff. Keep riffing. Yeah. <laughs> so when when we're thinking about you know that story within ourselves. There's so many stories. Like, I'm still digging stories out, and what we're five years into this. Mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> five years. I, f- I just recently found a story this week at, when I, you know, we showed up at Mind Valley University, and yeah. I realized that there was some, some old story that needed to come out. Mm. And I think I, I feel so safe around the people in, in this bubble yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that the story is like, okay, now it's time because these are the people that are going to help you. Mm. And I get really big into your support team. Yeah. Who is your support team? Right. And, you know, um, when you're learning to retell your own story, you can't do it alone. Mm. And I was actually had met this person, oh God, uh, a little while back. And they were stuck in the fact that, no, I've got to fix this all by myself. And um, it, was, it wasn't anybody I was coaching, but I'm listening to them tell yeah. the story to themselves that, you know, I was in this relationship where I was married to a narcissist. And now I just need to know that I can do it all by myself. And, and, and I've got to heal by myself. And I kept hearing the words by myself. Mm. And it just kept, I kept thinking, we will do better with the support team. Yeah. You would do better with like like yes you can heal yourself because we're that's ultimately what we're doing mm. but the having a support team of people who have been through it yep. find the people that have been on the journey and, yeah. and and have succeeded not the ones that are like still living in the victim still living in the pain of you know you can't trust you can't trust you know mm. you have to be careful who you choose to put on that support team yep. because otherwise you're going to end up feeding that story because mm. we can shoot we have two choices yeah. we can keep feeding our story and finding the things that support it or yeah. we get uncomfortable and that's what it's about getting yeah. uncomfortable with our story and going okay i need to write a new story because our body ultimately just wants to go back to what's comfortable yeah. even if it's pain mm. even if it's pain we will go back to the pain before we choose the path that is like okay this is hard and this is uncomfortable and oh i don't like it and I, and changing it's like oh because you're basically shedding your shell mm. and you're shedding the sh- the shell of your past um that has held you back and mm. to stand in your truth 
you have to get uncomfortable. Yeah. And that is that story. You know, that's writing a new story versus retelling the just experiencing repeated karma of the old story. Now mm. you want to live in what I call, you. I, I have a distinction. Mm. Jerk versus nerd. <laughs> do you want to be a jerk in your life or do you want to be a nerd? You know, a nerd is smart and they live with intention and they follow the dharmic path. And, yeah. and, and a lot of people don't know what karma and dharma like really is. Yeah. I wrote a chapter about it. Yeah. So. But, but karma are those life lessons and, and that, that's with action, you know. But mm. if you're not taking action, those will repeat. Yeah. So the action becomes that dharmic path, the intentions that you're setting. Remember I said in the beginning, we start with those, those goals, you know, start yeah. somewhere. Well... When I learned that intention setting versus mm. goal setting, because the goal setting can be a pass or fail, mm. and that can really, really hurt your like, like take a good hit. Like, oh my god, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't, and that really kills the self esteem even further. Mm. But when you set an intention, like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose weight. Mm. You're just always working toward that intention. Yeah, you're never pass or failing. Like, oh, I lost a pound. Great, you know. Yeah. Oh, um, my intention is to have a better relationship. So every day, I'm gonna grow myself in the relationship mm. and help my partner grow. Mm. No pass fail yeah. just always being on that path of intention and that's the nerd life mm. as i call it versus you know being the jerk life yeah as where we keep experiencing karma until we learn the lesson yeah. and you know i always i say in the book i think that i had the 12 jerks and my there's 12 jerks if, if you didn't tell you i think it was my karmic lesson so that i could go and teach other people about it like yeah. here you go let me just keep teaching you these lessons yeah. because you're not listening yeah <laughs> amazing and i think that like really speaks to what i've come to find over the inspired evolution as well as our greatest challenges form our greatest gifts and exactly what you've just been sharing you need to get in touch with your story though to realize what your challenge consistently has been in order to tap in to your gifts i think you also spoke really deeply and i think the support team yes is like a really key thing that I, maybe we just like take a minute to try to flashlight on that even deeper yeah in that you know like Oftentimes, I've, and I'm so guilty of this myself, you know, it's like, yep, you're supporting others on your journey, you should be able to support your own journey. And now, like every year, I will spend six months with a coach. Like this last six months, I spent with Eckhart Tolle. Um, every six months of year, I have made a commitment to myself to spend it with a coach and then integrate. Yep. You know, coach and then integrate. And the reason I do that is because I realize it's so difficult to see the story when you're the protagonist in it. You know? you're, not, you're not the narrator. You're no. the hero. You know? Your subconscious is the narrator. Yeah. Yeah. And is that really something, you know, it's yeah. not always the best narrator because yeah. it's pulling from your fears. And, mm. and, you know, sometimes it's pulling good stuff. Sometimes it's not pulling good stuff. So mm. who do you want to be the narrator of story? Like you ultimately want your conscious mind to like, like, be the narrator of your story like yep. with intention uh, that you set yep. um but when we allow our fears to be the narrator of our story mm. if we're not clear on what our story is yeah that's what could happen like yep. that, that's my always my biggest thing is like okay who's who, is this true is this real mm. uh, do i have evidence you know of course we can find evidence for anything but yeah. like actual real life evidence that they said you know what i didn't i you know what i did, you know there was no unicorn mm. walking by yeah. i was just not interested in your conversation <laughs> right that's real evidence they yeah. said it to you mm. but it, you know you would have had to ask you in that moment okay so you know she's not interested in my conversation is that true or did a unicorn just walk by yeah, yeah. so really having that evidence in the and and, and grounded in the truth of okay let, let me step back a second and say hmm is what's going on right now me mm. and what my subconscious fears and beliefs are mm. or is it really happening like is this really honest to god truth and 
again, when you're not clear with that story and, and the beliefs that you have. And they come up. They keep coming up. Yep. You'll find more and more. The more you dig into yourself, the more you're going to find, especially the older you are. Mm. You know, I'm <laughs> like, you know, you're. I, I work with some 20-somethings yep. and it's not as much. Yep. They, don't, they don't have the, the, the belief systems as Pound deep unless there was a lot of trauma sure. from the, in, in, in the teens and, and the, you know, the growth years, which, yep. which I call, you know, the middle school years can be so traumatic. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. There's something that, you know, doesn't segue in this conversation, but I just want to share yeah. because I remember I went and lived in a mountain in um, in, Amer- in South America and Brazil for a month um, right after I graduated. And I was just living in a remote community and um, there was a guy there and he was like the leader of the community, but very humble guy. And we were talking about traumas. Yeah. And, um, I said, you know, like a lot of the the healing work you do here, you advocate doing it during the day, whereas other people that share the same modality prefer to do it during the night. Um, Can you tell me why you prefer to like open up your process during the day? And he goes, because during the day, you can actually see the other people in the space. And like when you leave and you come back, you hold the door open, you're in a process but you're also learning like how to interact with people he goes at no point did a blade of grass come up to you and traumatize you (laughs) at no point did that cow say fuck you you know at no point did nature hurt you yeah right unless obviously there's external environmental like cataclysms but (laughs) segue i I digress (laughs) um but you know what i mean like at no point did nature impact you and he goes but most of our traumas are trapped in us from each other and we actually have the opportunity through like deep like hypnosis processes and stuff like that to because we're in that deep state to rewrite the script you know and i think it's really poetic i just illuminated even further what you just shared like anchored that moment in time for me even deeper just going that's right you know like we we take on stuff from each other much more than any other source of anything else, mm-hmm. you know? And there's like a real opportunity to heal, reveal and heal things, which is what you were mentioning before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in and around there, tell me a little bit more about, uh, I do want to talk about how to make agreements with yourself. Okay. Yeah. So I really <laughs> want to talk about that. But um, just before we go into there, let's perhaps like preface that, but like you're in a victim, you know? Yeah. Can we talk a little bit more about the victim state and just yeah. so people that are listening in that perhaps don't identify with that can get a bit more context? Right? Yeah. There's, there's many states of, um, you, you know, your emotional realm, but ultimately when we have that repeated story. Mm. And when I say victim, I don't mean like, you know, victim of abuse or like, which could have been true, but you know, the the victim mindset of this is just how life is, you know, like life happens to me and this keeps happening to me and then this happened to me. And then I always say, okay, it happens through you and for you. Mm. There's, and those are two very different things. Very subtle, <laughs> very different. Very subtle. And I, and I do this a lot on my Facebook Lives. I have yep. 200 women that are in my um, Facebook Live mm. group where each week, three times a week, I'm, I'm coaching. Yeah. Absolutely. No, like this is, and I call it the shit my mama didn't tell me. Yeah. And what's funny <laughs> is my, <laughs> the shit my mama didn't tell me. I, I swear it should be, uh, maybe it should be a podcast. I, don't know. <laughs> I think it should be. I love the name of it. <laughs> shit my mama didn't tell me. And funny, my mom watches. Every day. <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't tell you that. 
that. No, I didn't tell you that. She's like, no, I should. She like, damn it, I should have told you that. <laughs> but it's honest oh, about wow. truth, you know, and that's uh, that's why I love the cover of this book. It's yeah. like it's like the advice that mom should have gave gave mm. us. Of, but sometimes our own mothers were suffering in the they same. They didn't get the advice. They themselves. didn't get the advice, and it's repeated through generations and generations. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, somebody was telling me a story about you know. Oh, I don't, it was like the pork roast and why they cut off the ends. Yes. Was that I, you that was telling yeah, me the no, story? I heard the story. So basically it's like uh, just to introduce yeah. it to everyone. It's like you go to your mum's house and she cuts and she makes a pork roast and she cuts the edges off the pork roast. Right. And it's like, mum, why do you cut the edges of the pork roast? And she's like, that's how my mum did it. Right. And then – Okay, let's go ask. So we ask grandma. So we ask grandma, like, what's going on? Like, why do you cut the edges of the pork roast? And she's like, that's how my mum did it. And like, this is obviously quite a fortuitous uh, family because then he goes to great grandma. She's still alive. (laughs) And he goes, great grandma, why did you cut the edges of the pork roast? Like, tell me why. Like, there's such good pieces to it and it's missing. And she goes, oh, our ovens were really small. And so I could only fit that much of the pork roast in there. And so, like, what has become utilitarian yeah. for that person has now passed down become as a the culture story. and a story mm-hmm. when really you've got these amazing bits to the pork roast that you can include in, but you've just chosen to write a story. Yeah, And that's exactly why I do that. Like, the, the shit I didn't, my mom didn't tell me because mm-hmm. it, it's super important. And well, I, I, I digress from the question because it was so good. <laughs> it was like the inner victim. Okay, yeah, so that. the inner victim. So now we have these stories that mm-hmm. we tell, we've been telling ourselves for so long. So mm-hmm. maybe this is a story we actually learned. Yeah. We actually learned it was the same repeated story that was maybe from our mother or mm-hmm. our father. Yeah. And now it become ingrained in our story. And now mm-hmm. we, we're repeating that. And then we pass that on to our own children yeah and so when we're super clear in our story then we don't become the victim of our own life so and life starts happening for us and we're learning from it yeah and but when i say it happens through us it's happening through that story yeah right through the story we're telling ourselves through our subconscious mind but when we can flip that in from the through to the four okay oh wow this is happening so let me go oh okay Huh, is that my story? Yeah. Or, or, oh, okay. No, no, this is not. My, that's not my story. This is like okay. So I got this. This is happening for me. I need to learn a lesson here. You know, I think about you know. Yesterday we went. We went on that trip, and what was the story? Like, I, and I crashed the bike. <laughs> I just, I just own it. I crashed the bike, dropped yeah. it on my toe, broke it too. You know what the story was? Is I didn't ask for help. I wasn't, you know, I knew how to ride the bike, but I was like, I had to jump down this curb and turn the bike at the same time. And if I would have just stopped and said, Hey, uh-huh. I can't get this bike off this curb. Yeah. You know, but it was that story of like, I don't need help. Uh, <laughs> I can do yeah. this by myself. Yeah, yeah. So what happened? Life happened uh, through that story yeah. and then taught me something <laughs> to me. Yeah. But if I would have said, Hey, I need help. Can you do that? Then it would have happened for me and it would have probably been a different experience. Got but it. Got it. Those, even just those simple decisions. Yeah making yeah i'm okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it was like it was a very big lesson that i realized and 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 that happens in everyone's lives yeah are these things that are happening for me to learn and grow Mm. because sometimes we grow from pain you know you talk a lot about the centauri in the kensho Kensho. moments which you know i remember being in that class with you (laughs) and i think i sent you a snapshot of my of my notes i'm like (laughs) 
this is so true. Um, maybe, uh, you know, am I going to learn from pain yeah. or am I going to yeah. learn from bliss, and, bliss pleasure. And, yeah. and pleasure, you know? So, and then that day I learned from pain. <laughs> <laughs> so tell yeah. us from there, like, you know, there's so much space from that place where we're trapped in our stories to then, you know, work on our self-worth, work and like helping channel like life yeah. being through us and for us. Mm-hmm. How do we make agreements with ourselves? And that's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. What I have found is um, in working, you know, with myself mm. and then writing the book and then working with clients and what I know to be true is when we start yeah. our relationships with an agreement with ourself mm. before we enter into any relationships, you can even do it now. It's never too late to make an agree- relationship agreement with yourself. Yeah. And it starts with your non-negotiables. Mm. What are my non-negotiables? What are the things that are not... No, this is where I draw the hard line in the sand. And so many of us, and this was even true for me, is I would go into a relationship and be like, okay, great. Oh, my God, I'm nuts. This is so lovely. This is amazing. Oh, it's so magical. And and you're in that honeymoon phase, right? And then three months in, you're like, oh, Crap! They, they they drink too much, or oh yeah. crap! You know they they, they, they they're yeller. Time they don't or, show, yeah. yeah, or they don't give me support. But when you enter in, mm. you now can have these valuable conversations when you're first starting mm. into a relationship because you are clear on your non non negotiables, mm. and you you have that draw line drawn in the sand. And I'm always adding to that list. It's a, it's a I would say it's an organic document that you create yeah. for yourself. And then that's the first. There's four parts to it. Sure. So the second part is self-love. <laughs> How? And I'm, I swear to God, I'm starting a, set, a revolution of self-love. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's so, and it's so true and so present. We, we did the Awakened Women the other day. Yeah. And what was the most common thing I heard is I don't have self-love. Mm. And as women, we need to really stand in, in that truth. And, 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 and I don't even think it's just women, even men. Yeah, totally. Like everybody needs to put more self-love and we're so hard on ourselves. I know I was so hard on myself mm. at best. I can still be hard on myself. Yeah. And then I go, oh, wait, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be loving and kind to myself. Just a little so, bit of self-kindness. So yeah, once we establish our non-negotiables, yeah. then we jump into, okay, the really big second part of a relationship agreement yourself is how do you implement self-love? Mm. What are your agreements with yourself? So when you're down, what do you do? When, um, what are, how are you growing your self love? What, mm. what are the things that are continual practices on your daily yeah. basis? Forgiveness, gratitude. Like, yeah. what are those things? And are you holding yourself accountable for them? Sure. That's why I say an agreement. Yeah. Because now you're like, oh, I have an agreement with myself that mm. I will always talk about my non-negotiables with my in my relationships, and I will always practice self love. Yeah. And I will share that practice. And then the third thing is self-development, self-growth, self-development. How are you each and every month Grow, I'm not I'm, I'm a daily yeah. growing yourself. So, for example, we always talk about the best morning practices. You know, yeah. my you know from the moment my eyes open, I'm doing okay. Whew, I'm so grateful for a good night's mm. sleep. Like from the moment my eyes open, I start with gratitude and thinking of myself yeah. because what I was doing was grabbing the phone or you know like <laughs> I, like Joe Dispenza talks about this all the time. You know, yeah. we're predisposed like okay. I've missed all these texts. I need to do this. I need, yeah, oh my gosh. (laughs) No, starting right from the moment my feet hit the floor, you know, in gratitude of Mm. the day, in gratitude of like what happened, you know, what I want to happen for the day, Um, whatever it is. And 
And then having some sort of really beautiful morning ritual is, is, is we all know this to be what high achievers do and, 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 and people who are, um, living their lives on the right path. So with that, 20 minutes of your day should always be growing yourself or, you know, in some way, something that you're reading, something that you're doing, Mm. you know, and, and, and even if it's not like just self growth, 20 minutes a day, some part of your week should be working on yourself Mm. in self love. Wow. I feel like we've been talking about three of the four steps and they're all focused on yourself. Yeah. And we're talking about relationships. This is amazing. Yeah. Tell us about step four. Like what? Like, and that's the thing is when you can show up fully present, then yeah. you will ultimately attract what you want in your relationships. Mm. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's the secret to everyone's like, what's the secret to a great relationship? Uh, and, and so the, the last and final thing is something we already talked about, mm. a support team. Yeah, right. The fourth and final thing to a relationship agreement is agree and you talked about this clearly i have a coach Mm. uh coaches have coaches (laughs) and and you said six months of a coach yes always have someone that you can work with and then integrate and work with and integrate Mm. you know um therapy's gotten such a bad rap in the past Mm. and there and people don't understand that there's a very huge difference between therapists and coaches very and coaches are the ones that are going to listen they're they they like you said they're on the outside of your story mm. going here's your story mm. is this the one you want to keep telling yeah let's write a new one let me empower you let me be your cheerleader when you can't be mm. and you're having a conversation with a coach and yeah. i i love my coach my coach she's absolutely amazing love you friend <laughs> <laughs> And I've been integrating for six months. I'm on my sixth part of like the month, but she taught me about my bobbleheads, which are all my stories. Uh, And so I love it. I put my bobblehead. (laughs) I've called them my bobbleheads, you know, like, and and their heads are bobbling back and forth. (laughs) Oh yeah. You're not enough today. Yeah. 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 No, no, nobody loves you. Yeah. yeah. And, and cause it's this wah, 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 wah. And so, you know, I put my bobbleheads at dinner, like, here here's my fear bobblehead <laughs> here's my not enough bobblehead and here's the you know uh like i can't do this bobblehead you know yeah. you guys go have lunch <laughs> and the i'm awesome bobblehead and i are going this way <laughs> but by giving them voice but i learned this from my coach yeah. and this is when i get in those really challenging moments mm. I turn to my support team. My, you know, my mom is, is a great support team. Yeah. And, you know, um, but there has been friends and people in my life that I was like, oh, you, you can't be on the support team because mm. you facilitate that negative belief right. system. And, you know, you're like, very good distinction point. You have to make sure that whoever's in your support team or someone that's been through it mm. and, and is also kind of the cheerleader that yeah. gives, you know, because everyone can give advice. But they're also like holding a frequency that you respect in this space. Yeah. Yeah. And frequency, like, you know, that's something I just learned about a year ago. Mm, Like I had no, I like, maybe I already all, you know, in a subconscious level knew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you gravitate toward those people. Yeah. Right. But then now that I'm like, Ooh, okay. That's not the frequency (laughs) I want to be on. Like what's happening here. And I started questioning that and I was like, Oh, turns out that they're not like, they're not in the, in alignment with Mm. what my belief system is now. And that's, that's ultimately, Mm. See, the book even. (laughs) 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 You're karmically right. There you go. All the synchronicities. (laughs) I want to dive uh, deep into one of those four steps um, just because I've got this curiosity point and I am conscious of the time, but I really want to go here, which is 
non-negotiables, yeah. right? So setting step one, setting your non-negotiables. I can see how healthy that really is. Mm-hmm. But I also know that expectations set you up for disappointment. Oh, the expectation hangover. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that book by Christine Hessler. That's one of my favorite books. <laughs> so what like there's a subtle difference. Can you can you talk to us in terms of like if I'm setting non-negotiables, am I setting expectations? Or like what am I actually doing? Like, okay. Yeah. So I uh, and, and and that's a very valid question because your expectations are things that you like kind of want to attract in your life, but Mm. a non-negotiable is very clear. And those come from your belief systems. Once Mm. you've identified your patterns and you've found in your life Mm. and that, uh, that's why going through the whole process is important. You can't just go, okay, here's my non-negotiables. Yeah. When you're, when you're not clear what your patterns or your story is. Mm. And I, and I find that some people like to just set non-negotiables without being really clear. Like, okay, I don't want a man without a job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Clearly, that can be a non-negotiable. But is that like a, an emotionally deep level of non-negotiables? Or is that I, an expectation? Is that an expectation? Right. You know, you see that little fine line. I do actually. So expectation is more about the outside, whereas mm-hmm. non-negotiable is about your non-negotiables from the inside. Yes. How are you emotionally growing, mm-hmm. and 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 who's going to support you in your EQ? Yeah, because you know you can say I want someone that's always constantly striving for their mm-hmm. best self. Yeah, and that is very different from the guy who works on like like for striving for their best self through self growth and development. That's very clear. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, oh, I just want them to be you know make sure they're always growing and they have a good job. Mm. Surface versus depth. Yeah. Well, even just taking that even deeper going, I want someone that is willing to support my self-growth. You know, that's like a non-negotiable thing because it's like about me generating my energy. Yeah, I like that. And making those non-negotiables about yourself Mm. because you can't, again, let's come back to that. You cannot control someone else. It's 100% of how you're going to show up in a relationship. So if you know this is your 100% and then they show up and you're like, ooh, that keeps you on the right frequency. Yeah. It keeps you on the same like okay, this is the level at which I want to vibrate with my partner. Mm-hmm. This is this is who I want to be with yeah. my partner. And yeah. and the thing is is we also become accepting of theirs. Mm-hmm. But what if they've not, not set non-negotiables? Yeah. Now, great, this is something you can have a conversation with. Mm-hmm. Maybe um you want that, you know, mm. and, and they don't know about it. But why can't you have that conversation? With them? Yeah. You know, here's mine. Would you want, you know, are you interested in setting some of your own? Communicating. And depending on how they answer that question is going to be a really <laughs> big eye opener for you in a relationship. Yeah. Cause like, I don't need that, you know, like yeah. that, that will shut, if they shut down the conversation, mm. that might not be the person that you mm. want to, you know. So again, being super clear is really how we get to that best relationship. Amazing. I want to ask you, you touched on this a little bit earlier in terms of dharma, right? Mm. So what does dharma mean to you? Um, Yeah. There's so many. So, and I have a chapter in my book called What's Your Dharma? Yeah. (laughs) And so many people, you know, uh, don't understand like the karmic dharmic belief, you know, they're like, Oh, it's a religion. I'm like, well, you know, actually it's a philosophy. Yeah. It's a life philosophy. And I can get down with any life philosophy mm-hmm. that, you know, supports our best self. Mm-hmm. 
So I was like, okay, how am I going to explain this to, you know, just the average person? Yeah. So I came, I, that's where I came up with the whole nerd thing. You know, yeah. it's about being smart. Yeah. Like I can give you the whole philosophical answer of Dharma, mm-hmm. but that's not what people really want them to know. Mm-hmm. They're like, how do I live a more Dharmic life? Well, you set intentions. Right. It's the intended, you know, your intentions on a path. Mm. of self-growth and self-development and that's like living like you know the smart you know you're mm. you're setting yourself up for success will you have fails failures yes yeah yes you will totally fail but here's the difference is you'll know oh hmm i gotta learn something here mm. boom back up okay yeah. oh failed again now i can come back up yeah. so when you have the intentions you're not like feeling like killing yourself worth mm. every time you have a lesson taught to you a yeah. karmic lesson being taught you're like oh okay that's interesting yeah am i supposed to be learning something here yeah, yeah. and so that's when you have intentions that keeps you on this nice path in life you know because like you know, I don't believe in like happiness. That's why I say life meant. Yeah. It's the perfect sense. What am I meant to be doing? What is the mm. life I'm meant to be living? I love that <laughs> because I often talk about this in that like happiness is, and I got this from Ido Portal, who's mm. a movement coach. He goes, happiness is a strong orientation, but nowhere near as strong as fulfillment. 100%. And fulfillment, dharma. Yeah. <laughs> so life meant. Tell us more about life meant. So, because that was going to be my next question. What is your dharma for you? And so, like, and it's my and it's my life meant, and I want to help other people write that life meant. So, I, so I coined this term. Yeah. You know, it's actually it's my it's hashtag. actually trademark. So yeah, don't, don't be don't be. Hey, I know it's cool. You can Back hashtag off. it Back if you off. want. <laughs> <laughs> it's in registration, but that's fine. But it was so. In coming full circle in our conversation, yeah. back to that TED Talk mm. I was watching yeah. back in 2012. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out and find my life meant. Yeah. And it was like this moment where it's like, oh, that's really good. <laughs> I should hashtag that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and from that day forward, from 2012 forward, it was always about finding my life, life meant. I started yeah. a blog. I started writing about what it was like to go yeah. live and travel abroad and, and, and all the things that came with, you know, transitioning in life because mm-hmm. life, is, you know, it was this huge transition of out, out of one thing into another. And how do you handle those transitions? Like, you know, going and living in a foreign country, let alone the Middle East. Yeah. And, you know, I'm American going to live in the Middle East, yeah. raised by CNN, and, yeah. and and you know that was yeah. like and London female. <laughs> yeah, and you know what I learned? Yeah, they're the most beautiful, amazing, and people. kind people yeah. who welcome me into the family and the fold, and I live by a belief system. Yeah. And when you f- living your life meant, mm. you're kind of you're finding out what is your the path that's meant for you, mm. and what do I believe? What is my story? Mm. How do I want to write it? And yeah. that is what life meant is for me, and that's what I want to help other people with. Oh, incredible! You know, when I hear the word life meant, um, there's this real deep connotations around legacy yeah. that sort of sits really deep for me. So, yeah, <laughs> you know. So I do want to take you know uh, this time. To just quickly ask you like what is your vision for the future in terms of like people and their relationships and you know people living in life meant what do they what does it look like and like i and i think i touched on this earlier the mm. self-love revolution awesome 
because my vision for and 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 the, the like and, and it's beyond the book is just like one one of the paths yeah. it, it's really building a self-love revolution starting mm. with that relationship agreement starting with everything that we can to build ourselves as humans so in any relationship whether it's a friendship a work relationship whatever it is we stand in our truth and go okay this is what i know to be true about me mm. and this is how i can build this relationship whether it's a, a tough relationship you know yeah. sometimes we get into those we're stuck with the boss that's a certain way yeah but it's still going to be 100 how you show up yep because you don't have to let them change you mm. so when we have that standing in truth and standing in our self-love yeah we can ultimately build our best life I love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> I want to take this opportunity to yeah. thank you yes. for being here today, but not only just being here today, like also the little moments that inform, you know, going along on your journey, dealing with 12 jerks. <laughs> and then, Sorry, everybody. <laughs> and then coming together and like actually infusing all that wisdom, you know, taking the courage and time to work on yourself and like, if, like I said when I started this episode, it's like your integrity speaks volumes. Anybody oh, that comes you. into like your presence is like completely just like, yep, she's humble, she's onto it, she's doing the work, and then she's sharing the wisdom of the work. And it's just so refreshing to have that space. Um, and then, yeah, so just real deep gratitude for the work you've been doing on yourself you. and then also the presence that brings in this conversation. As always, sister, wish you all the best for the future, as you know. Um, my last question, and by no means my least question, um, which I will ask actually just after I ask you, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? Oh, awesome question. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, I almost did as well because I'm just in the roof of the flow of the conversation. Um, definitely. So my website mm-hmm. is super easy. There's all kinds. You can find the book on the website. Yep. Um uh, so lifement.com. That's L-I-F-E-M-E-A-N-T.com. Yep. Awesome. And um, also, if you're listening to the podcast and you send me an email mm-hmm. at uh, support at lifement.com. And I will offer a free Kindle version of my book. No way! <laughs> so, a uh, free Kindle version and reach out to me. So, so support at Life Meant. The website is actually being built right now. So, I would love to give you the website address. Yo. But right now, I will send you everyone the link that's, Incredible. you know, go to support at lifemeant.com. But yes, lifemeant.com, that's to work with me. You can find my fa- the link to my Facebook tribe. You mm. can find, you know, the Instagram. Everything that you need is right on that website. Sweet. Perfect. Sounds like the website's probably the best place to go. And then from there, support and life meant easy way to connect with you. Um, Yeah, incredible. Last question, by no means least question. Um, Beyond the smiles, beyond the laughter, beyond the jerks, beyond the relationships, (laughs) beyond the teaching, beyond the coach, it's esoteric, but who is Amy? Oh, wow. That's such a deep question. Mm. So... I, I'm this unique creature that has transformed into who she is mm. um, beyond like you asked me that question five years ago I would have said I was like everybody else mm. but now I'm, I'm a person who knows who they are mm. and who shows up in the world in their truth mm. but is the supportive friend the the kind you know, in kindness and truth. That's, you know, that's a really like a deep question. I really want to go home and think about that. <laughs> <laughs> think about that. Homework from the podcast. Homework from the podcast. <laughs> Who are you? Like, yeah. Thank you so much for showing up. Your humility. Just, you're, oh man, I love you. 
<laughs> hey tribe, thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect, so I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page, like that please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amrit-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.